Hey everybody, welcome to Ivan Cast podcast. You are listening to Ivan Cast podcast. Welcome to Ivan Cast podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Hey Daniel, how's it going? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Awesome. So, you ready to start the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to? Can you uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put my headphones on, I guess. Yeah, it could be better. Uh, one, one second. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's a little better. <laughs> okay, awesome. Cause I can hear you pretty well, so hopefully everything is gonna be fine. So it's it's okay now. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's get it started. Um, hey, everybody, you're listening to Ivan Cast podcast. We are on the air right now. This is going to be a heavy, groovy, uh, deep, soulful episode uh, because my guest today is Daniel Yont. He's the drummer and songwriter from the New York Afrofunk group Kaleta and Super Yamba Band. Thank you, Daniel, for being part of the show. Welcome. Thank you, Ivan. Thanks for having me. Uh, when I heard for the first time your album, uh, is it Medaho? Is it right? Uh, am I pronouncing right? Medaho. Yeah, Medaho. Yeah. What, what's the meaning of it? Is there is there a meaning? Yeah, there's a meaning. Um, Medaho means uh, big brother, uh -huh. or it also refers to like an elder. Uh -huh. um, and you know, the fourth song on the record is titled Medaho, but. Um, yeah. And that and that song was about uh, Kaleta's uh, older brother who passed away uh, pretty recently, like when we were working on the album. I'm sorry to so hear that. Kind of like, yeah, yeah, it's it's too bad. But um, you know, his his older brother was played a big part in uh, getting him into music, and you know, he had like introduced Kaleta to a lot of like you know, funk music and soul and Afrobeat. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he was kind of like the one that hips Kaleta through a lot of that stuff when when he was young and just starting to play the music. Um, I think he introduced him to Fela and James Brown and, you know, just all sorts of stuff like that. So, you know, the record is definitely influenced by all the music that Kaleta's brother kind of introduced him to as a young kid so we you know we decided to kind of dedicate it to him for that reason yeah that's wonderful it's a beautiful album and man when when i heard the first time it it hit me directly in the soul you know and and then the production and the sound quality of the album is so insanely groovy and raw you know it's like this wonderful vintage sound like it i, I thought it was recorded yeah. it, it recorded in the 70s yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely so, uh, well, how are you? Um, are, first of all, are you also isolating at home? Are you in quarantine right now? Yes, I'm in quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we all should be, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, uh, I was wondering, how are musicians actually handling life during this COVID pandemic? Uh, things have changed a lot, right? Yeah, it's, it's not good. Um, it's been... I don't know, the cause of a lot of anxiety for sure. I mean, you know, all of our gigs for the most part have been canceled. Um, mm -hmm. 
some of them are, are being rescheduled, but you know, it's, everything is unclear. So we don't, we don't really know at this point, like how, how it's going to work. So, you know, musicians are definitely struggling right now and out of a lot of work and, you know, we need support, but there's not, you know, there's a lot in place to kind of support us yet. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. So we are going to talk about it a little bit later uh, on the podcast. Um, let's begin with uh, your inspiration to write and play um, Afrobeat songs. Like, who or what introduced you to to music, to funk and soul? Well, to funk and soul, um, I was first introduced to that kind of music by my dad. So I grew up on, you know, a lot of old music. Um, from the 60s and 70s and a lot of blues a lot of rock and roll yeah soul funk you know all that stuff uh, that's how i kind of got into it originally and then you know sort of got into african music uh later in life and mm -hmm. uh you know first heard fela i guess when i was like in my early 20s and yeah. soon after that um a bunch of us started working with many of the members of the band kind of got into African music mm -hmm. through our friend Mamadou, yeah. who is a talking drum master. And he was living in uh, North Carolina mm -hmm. uh, for a little while, which is where several of us are from. Okay. And taught us, you know, how to play talking drum and taught us the music of Senegal. Um, And that, you know, that's kind of how we sort of got into African music and then started checking out, you know, Afrobeat more and, and, and you know, all, all the stuff that, that you were talking about. Yeah. The 70s kind of Afrofunk. And mm -hmm. um, so that, that's kind of how we got into that. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, uh, yeah. for, for the people who are not really familiar with African Afrobeat music, can you sort of give us a definition of what it is or what's the message behind Afrofunk and Afrobeat uh, groups? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's sort of hard to find, you know, and, um, you know, I, I can't say that I was uh, a part of the, you know, when that music kind of got started in the 70s, obviously, because I wasn't born. But yeah, yeah. from what I can tell, it's a lot of like... Um, you know, musicians and bands from West Africa that were checking out music from the United States, um, whether it be James Brown or, yeah. you know, Al, Al Green and all that, all that funk and soul, and then kind of like putting their own uh, take on it and then, you know, using their traditional rhythms and, mm -hmm. um, and just musical traditions uh, to create something that, that's very funky and dancey and and just amazing you know yeah, yeah. definitely there there is a there's a lot of energy there so uh, how difficult is it to play Sorry, yeah no worries yeah uh, on the drums like it, how challenging it is because i remember the drummer of my band he would spend hours and hours uh, playing those be uh, those groups on uh, beats on, on on the drums and he was telling me that it was pretty challenging how How did you get into into that on the drums? Yeah, it's it's definitely tough. I mean, um, all of the rhythms and polyrhythmic stuff going on is is hard enough, yeah. uh, 
And then on top of that, it's like if you're if you're really trying to play Afrobeat and you're trying to really get the sound, you know, you're probably checking out Tony Allen, yeah. who's the drummer from Fela. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And know. you know, he just has a he has a really specific style that um, is just really different than you know a lot of other types of, of drumming that 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 I came up you know learning and playing so it's you know he, he has a different approach to it um the technique and just the way he improvises and the way he uh always you know stays true to like to the to the beat and the groove and so it's, it's definitely tough i mean it's not something that you that you just uh listen to one time and and can play on the drums Absolutely. i mean you have to really yeah. kind of get in there and you know kind of I relearn a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's fun, you know, it's very yeah. fun. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, absolutely. You, and uh, how long? And if you get obsessed, then you know. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. How long have you been playing now, drums? Um, I started playing drums when I was like eleven years old, I think. Mm -hmm. So since I was a kid, um, I'm 33 now. So, you know, I've been playing for a while. Over 20 years now. Over 20 years. Amazing. Cool. Um, let's talk about a minute about Kalita. Uh, I just wanted to know, like, what is it like? What is the feeling like to be in a band together with, you know, with such a personality? I mean, he has such an amazing long musical career, uh, touring, recording with, uh, you know, the king of Afrobeat, Fela Kuti, I think with Lauren Hill too, among other music legends. So... I don't know. I would be nervous all the time. Like, how is it for you this experience to uh, have recorded the the beautiful album? What is it to be with that man in in front of of the band? Yeah, it's it's been an incredible experience working with Kaleta and kind of a dream come true. You know, Absolutely, I mean, yeah. we were we were always like, you know, checking out music from Benin where he's where he was born and, and also Nigeria where he grew up and, yeah. you know, trying to write songs in that style. So like to meet someone that, that can be the front man for that, for that kind of music is just, is, it's a dream come true for us. Um, yeah. you know, we played for several years as like an instrumental band and then, and then he joined and obviously I just took it to the next level and, you know, Kaleta, there's just, so much that we've learned from him and yeah. um you know he, he's just he's been around you know he's had such a long career and played with so many of the greats and you know he's like a, he's a he's just an amazing front man um mm -hmm. his his singing and his um guitar playing and his percussion playing you know the whole thing um it's just incredible to like to to play behind someone who feels like you know he just feels like a, a true a classic front man yeah. um that just embodied the band so much and i don't know it's been, it's been incredible we've learned a lot from working with them yeah that must be a really cool experience and i i hope i can see you live sometime in the future um yeah and uh totally. When when was the band formed? Like, uh, how did you meet each other? How did you meet with uh, Kalita? Uh, how did it all start? 
Well, we were actually just uh, beginning to work on the album, which, you know, at the time was obviously not Meho, but it was just um, sort of a collection of songs that it's, we've been working on. It's the first album, right? Medaho. Um, it was, yeah, it's our, our first full-length record. I mean, we, Super Yamba had put out a few singles before, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. yeah, this was this was supposed to be like our first full-length record, and mm-hmm. our original plan actually was to feature different uh, singers on different songs and and more and have like guest vocalists, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so in, in searching for different singers that could sing those styles. Um, one of our friends in New York kind of put us in touch with Kaleta and uh, he was like a former member of Antibalas. I don't know yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're I, familiar with I know uh, them. Oh, yeah, definitely. And they're obviously like the Afrobeat headweights of, of the, New York City. The masters of have Afrobeat. Done, have done so much for, oh yeah, yeah, total masters of the genre. But so some of those guys um, introduced us to Kaleta uh-huh. and then when we got into the studio with them, it, you know, he was just was able to, you know, he was originally supposed to sing over two songs and then mm-hmm. two songs and the four and then six and then, wow. and then, you know, pretty quickly he was like, he became a member of the band and started playing with us live and, you know, that's really cool. history, I guess. Yeah, that's really cool. So everything worked out. There was, uh, I don't know, chemistry there would be probably the word. Yeah, absolutely. It was pretty amazing to... You know, he just immediately started singing over our tunes, and it, it, yeah. it just sounded exactly like we pictured in our heads. <laughs> yeah, cool. So it's time for music now. Let's hear one of the songs from the album Medaho, which is, uh, in my opinion, the best Afrobeat album of 2019. Um, you're going to listen to Jibidi, which is actually my favorite song of the album. So enjoy the music, um, stick around and we will be back in a minute.
so we're back daniel are you are you there yes yeah okay okay cool um i heard that you have played uh at the apollo theater can you tell me something about that experience to have played there yeah it, it was incredible um playing at the apollo theater was obviously a milestone yeah. for the band and mm -hmm. and also just a per personal milestone as a musician i mean um you know so much history there and it was just a crazy experience um mm -hmm. we played there in april of 2019 i guess april 2019. for the africa now festival uh -huh. um and it, it was amazing it was a packed house it was sold out uh -huh. um and just i don't know just just being in that building and being on that stage and backstage and everything it was just just crazy the, the whole thing was was amazing and it sounds great um as you would imagine <laughs> yeah yeah wow. so it's definitely a big moment for us cool amazing so um let's talk a little bit about techie stuff like i would like to know um how do you create and, and record your unique sound like is all your gear and instruments totally vintage how was the whole recording and creative process of your of your songs of your album yeah um in the studio we definitely try to achieve like a vintage sound mm -hmm. and there's a lot of you know the things that go into that um We always record to tape for one thing, yeah. Which uh, definitely makes it sound old, and and then also the gear, you know, um, from you know old vintage keyboards to get that Afrobeat sound to thing. You know, we try to you know without overdoing it. We all we try to um, you know approach it in like an old school way and yeah um so it's all rec it's recorded all on tape see, i'm getting a call yeah we were we record to tape um in the studio so that 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 helps um kind of get that old sound that i think you're talking about mm -hmm. um so yeah we take an old school approach i mean We, we try to record as live as possible, which is another um, thing that I think makes it sound old to people. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, the whole, I mean, you know, we, we definitely approach it intentionally, uh, trying to make it sound old. And, and you know, it's, it's awesome when people listen to the record and they think it's from the 70s, but yeah. that makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very fine. Fine. Yeah. Medaho, what a wonderful... Uh, soulful funky groovy um afrobeat album from last year so we were talking at the beginning about the COVID 19 and the the future of music um i mean if we won't be able to go to concerts or festivals and have constantly and we have to avoid contact with other human beings how is music going to evolve in this scenario Or what what can we do to help uh, musicians out there? What, have you been thinking about it? Yeah, yeah, I've mean, definitely been thinking about it. I mean, yeah. I think um, I, I don't know. I mean, I I think it has to. We have to have faith that it's gonna that this is gonna pass to be able to 
you know, perform and tour again because, you know, live music is, is nothing without a live audience and, and yeah. you have to feed off of the energy of the crowd, obviously. And it's, it's, you know, it's what makes it fun and beautiful. And, um, we do it to make people dance. So if yeah. we can't make people dance, you know, we won't be in business for very long. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's going to come back and I, and I think, I think we'll get through this and, um, but there's a lot of things you can do. I mean, try, just try to support your favorite bands, you know, buy, buy their music, buy their um, music. Mm-hmm. rather than just, rather than just streaming it perhaps, you know, um, mm-hmm. if they have music on Bandcamp, then that money, you know, hopefully goes directly to the artists or to the labels that are, mm-hmm. that are in need right now. So, um, you know, buy some merch, buy some vinyl, uh, just try to support the bands that you love for yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You are signed to Ubiquity Records, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. They have awesome artists too. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're amazing. So, from your experience, Daniel, um, do you do you want to add something? Well, I was going to say that um, we have a upcoming release on Ubiquity. They're putting out a a 45 of uh, a remix that uh, Bosk, who is like a Colombian-based uh, producer and DJ, mm-hmm. just remixed one of our songs, and so we have that coming out uh, next month on vinyl. So look out for that. And um, well, what's the name of the DJ? It's been all. His name is Bosk. B O S Q. And it, the track is already available online. Uh, it's out digitally, but it'll be coming out soon uh, on vinyl. So we're looking forward to that. Cool. So we are heading towards the end of the podcast. Um, I would like to know before we end the show, um, from your experience, Daniel, wh- what makes a, a good musician? What makes a band a great band? What's sort of your philosophy in life as a musician? Do you have any thoughts or ideas? Um, I mean, practice helps, you know, being dedicated to your instrument and, um, you know, and also being creative. And if you have a group of people that are talented and dedicated to their instrument and dedicated to being creative, then it's probably going to result in something awesome. Um, you know, for us, we're lucky to have a band um, that's made up of a lot of guys that have been playing music together for a long time. Yeah. And so that really helps us. And uh, some of us have been playing music together since, since we were quite young. Yeah. So that's kind of unique. Um, and, you know, so it's just really special for us to, to kind of grow and evolve as musicians together. And, but that's obviously not the case for every band. Um, yeah. But just just having you know just loving it and being dedicated to it and always trying to learn more and learn something new and change and you know evolve your sound when necessary. Um, I think those are all important things. All right, um, let's call it a day. But before we end the show, um, may I ask you just a couple of random rapid fire questions? You know, it's just the way that I like to end the show sometimes. Just a few questions here and there, you know, just for fun. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, Daniel, um, have you have you ever thought about going vegan? Sorry, what was the question? Have you ever thought about going vegan, or are you a vegan or vegetarian? Uh, vegan. Yeah. I I am not. Um, I went through a phase of life where I was vegetarian for a long time, yeah. or for a while. Um, but it's definitely a good idea. Um, something that we might all have to do at some point. So definitely open to it. Uh, is there something you like to do the old-fashioned way? Um, I like to play drums the old-fashioned way. <laughs> yeah. Does music really sound better on vinyl? Absolutely. Music definitely sounds better on vinyl. I think it's um, there's something about it sonically that I think is is more pleasing to your ears. And I can listen to music on vinyl for much longer than I can listen to music digitally i think the digital format kind of like wears you out yeah. wears the listener out eventually you know do you have a style icon a person you like the way it is in terms of fashion or something like that oh um hmm, that's a good question um style icon for the band right now might be Zoe Kravitz okay. because we just uh, you know we were we were just featured in her latest show uh, High Fidelity yeah, which is out yeah. on Hulu mm -hmm. and she's she's certainly a fashion icon um, and we've been you know paying attention to like the show and all the marketing they've been doing for the show lately so it's been really cool it's a great show gotta check it out yeah that's cool um, who deserves more? Episode seven. Look yeah. out for us. Yeah. yeah. Next question: Who deserves more credit? Is there a person or artist that you think that deserves more credit? Oh, like uh, someone who's underrated, perhaps, yeah, or yeah, yeah. like a current uh, musical artist, or what? Yeah, yeah. Let, let's let's think about musical artists. Yes. All right. Oh man, there's so many um, that are underrated. I mean, um, hmm. <sighs> trying to think of stuff that I've been listening to lately. Yeah. I, I mean, Fela is pretty underrated, mm -hmm. actually. Mm -hmm. yeah. People are finally coming around to, you know, checking out his music, and more and more people are, are aware of it, but. For a long time, you know, people didn't understand the long forms of his like 20-minute songs that were never, you know, radio-friendly. So, it, you know, I, I definitely think of him as like one of the all-time, all-time greats. Um, who is pretty, pretty underrated overall. You know? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think the same. Uh, Just as prolific as. He's prolific in the way that that James Brown is, you know. But a lot more people are aware of James Brown's music. Yeah. All right. And final question: um, Does the internet take too much of your time? Do you consider yourself addicted to social media? Um, I I think the internet probably takes too much of our time. I mean, I think um. I think most people are 
are victim of that. I, I don't, I don't know that I'm addicted to social media, but it definitely feels like something that, you know, as an artist, we, we kind of have to keep up with and we engage people on social media or, or else we, we wouldn't have as many fans. So it's, um, something that we definitely have to spend time, um, engaging with whether we want to or not or whether we're in the mood one day or not in the mood. Yeah, I mean, you know sometimes you're in the mood for and sometimes you're not <laughs> yeah so awesome for better or worse Daniel thank you so much for your time thank you so much for your music and for being part of this little podcast oh thank you Ivan appreciate it thanks for it was fun music I really appreciate it Absolutely. This episode will be available in about two weeks on pretty much every podcast application. And cool. check it out and check uh, Kalita and Super Yemba Band. On the, can you tell us your contact details, where, can, where people can find your music, where people can buy your music? Yeah, um, you can find our music pretty much everywhere online, on Spotify, searching for Kaleta and Superyama Band. Um, we're also on Bandcamp. And we have a lot of music for sale there. Um, Apple Music, Instagram, it's at uh, Superyama. Facebook, it's at Superyama. Uh, Superyamaband.com. We're, we're all over the web. YouTube is a good place. You know, we've, got a, we've got a lot of live um, videos and concerts up there as well that you guys will probably enjoy. Awesome, Daniel. So it was fun. Uh, and let's end the show with which is your favorite song from, from your album? Oh, man. Uh, I have a lot of favorites. I mean, Mr. Diva is, is probably probably the favorite yeah. overall. Um, that's kind of our hit. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely check that one out. And uh, check out the new uh, remix of GBT from Bosk. Yeah. I think you guys will enjoy that one, too. Thank you, Daniel. Have a good day over there. Bye-bye. All right, you too. Bye. Bye.